to another episode of the Provocative Podcast. I realized listening back to last week's episode, um, I had a little bit of a lisp because I have my um, Invisalign back in. And I think a lot of last year when I would record the podcast episodes, I didn't have. You pop them out. I'd pop them out, yeah. So if I have a little lisp, uh, it's because of lisp. that. A little lisp. A little lisp. Gracias. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what does he say on the plane? Mitch and Cam? Cuidado. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Sorry, guys. Off topic there. But if you watch Modern Family, there's if an you know, epi- you know. And there's this episode with Mitch and Cam on the plane. They get some sleeping pills, and the pills are from like one of their Spanish relatives. They're Spanish friends. It's Spanish friends and it has uh, the word cuidado on the side. And they which it, means like beware, like yeah. warning. <laughs> but they're they, like, what do you think it means? They're like, oh, it probably means have have a good time or something. <laughs> so, so, so they cheers with it. They're like taking it out. They're like, cuidado. <laughs> it's just so, oh my God, it's so funny. Woo. All right. So yeah, that's why I have a little, the little list. But uh, I popped a new trace today, so... They're a little bit, when they pop new trays in, it takes a little bit of adjusting, but that is why. And I'm sure you guys could have guessed it now that our... Um, uh, that she is co-hosting uh, my host my show today. <laughs> your show. Uh, my um, guest today is the hubby. You guys have been asking for him, so he's back. He's back. Don't know what I'm getting myself into today either. We're just going to go with the flow, man. Uh, so I leave to Hawaii tomorrow, so we're actually filming today, Monday because I'm going on a trip with Dark Sport. So I told Chris, I was like, I need to record a podcast episode because I can't leave my ladies hanging while I'm gone and I don't get back till Friday morning. So um, I wanted to have this episode up for you guys on Thursday. So he's going to be working on that. I'm work- I'm going to Hawaii solo for a Dark Sport trip and it's literally like a day and a half trip. I literally will be spending most of my time on a plane. I'll be spending 18 hours on a plane. So... Uh, within a three-day span so um, I'm excited to go for uh, like a little bit and just spend some time with dark sport and stuff I'm a, been also asked to make a speech so I'll let you guys know how how that goes I'm a little nervous about that but I'm excited to just um, have some new content shoot with them and stuff it'll be a good time so uh, yeah little intro this weekend what did we do we had a little carne asada how was that uh, yeah so I became a, a full fl- full-fledged dad by my own grill and uh, tongs, and we had our first cookout. It was good. Yeah? What Got some of, good meat. What kind of grill did you get? Got a Traeger. A Traeger? Pro 34. <laughs> with all the fixings. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> his dad has a Traeger. We bought my dad one for Father's Day, and we love... His dad's obsessive over the Traeger. Like, he cooks on it every chance he can. And um, so we wanted to get one, because yesterday the weather was so nice. We woke up, and I was like, hey, it's sunny. Let's go for a walk. And we went, we went to a new coffee shop and um, got new coffee. And then we walked a little bit and the weather was so nice. Like it wasn't cold. It wasn't hot. The sun wasn't beaming. And then on our walk at the park, we passed this like golf course. And in the golf course, um, our country club, there's like a steakhouse. You could smell the steak. And I was like, damn, baby, I could go for a carne asada. And he was like, fuck it, let's do one. And I was like, okay, let's go. So we literally like from there went to Home Depot, right? Yeah. Got a Traeger. Well, from there we went to, to pick, up the, pick up the meat. To carne. Yeah, the carne. We picked up some meat at like a... Um, uh, what would you call it? Like, yeah, a butcher, Chop, but chop. it's like a... 
higher quality yeah butcher. so the the meat quality there is supreme like it's it's fucking delicious yeah it's really good so all prime cuts they have wagyu bunch of bunch of good stuff yeah so we got some meat for our friends we invited our friends over they came over i made a little corn a mexican corn casserole that everyone really liked i made a little pasta on the side i made some guacamole some tortillas was, you didn't make tortillas you heated up tortillas. okay i didn't make the tortillas okay but i heated up the tortillas Milagro in the microwave no, we got him in the comal. My God, he's trying to throw Lift shit. Lift him with a fork. You are not. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyways, it was a good time with our friends. Um, Let's see. And lastly, for our intro today. God, my lashes are getting stuck. We have the final episode of Physical 100 comes out tomorrow. And he cannot watch it without me. You hear me? You cannot watch the show without me. To be discussed after this. No. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm like, oh my God. I was thinking about it today. I was like, should I just stay up? Do you think they put it on at midnight? Yeah, I'm sure they put it on at midnight. No, because it's not midnight in California. So I wonder like if they have, Maybe. they wait. We'll watch like, it on the way to the airport. <laughs> on the way to the airport. Um, I'm really excited. I, we're, we are those couples though that we wait on each other for shows. Except for that one time that I looked it up before. <laughs> I didn't watch the episode. I just looked it up. I looked up the end, the last ending of you. I'll just look who wins then, and then we you wouldn't do that because it would ruin <laughs> it for you. I I really wanted to know, so yeah, we're excited for that. All right, let's get into today's episode. So um, with today's episode, there wasn't really like one specific topic that I wanted to talk about. Um, I just kind of wanted to bring Chris on and then talk about some things that we were having conversations about and that I felt like you girls could kind of resonate with. So, and then we're going to do uh, this or that at the end. It'll be a little fun thing way to end the uh, podcast. So, oh, also before we get into this too, if you're watching from YouTube, we have new shirts on for no evil. These will be launching very soon. Um, we still have some bracelets left in stock, so make sure you guys check it out. And there's an announcement about an event coming soon so i'm really excited to announce that event so just stay tuned for that um but okay let's get into it so yesterday we we're driving down um in his car and sometimes i just get the randomest things on my mind especially right now that i'm like going through these changes and stuff um sometimes it'll just hit me i don't know why i'm going through something or whatever but i just kind of simmer in my feelings and then it just hits me. And yesterday, it just hit me a little bit. And I was telling him, I was like, hey, like, I think a part of me, um, like this morning, I looked at myself in the mirror, and I actually really like what I saw. And I was like, and I know body that we talked about body dysmorphia on here two episodes ago. But you know, I know I've been struggling with body dysmorphia a little bit. But I feel like a part of me, the reason that I don't that my like, I don't allow myself to love my body sometimes is because of what it represents. And right now it's been like a little bit of a period of me not really being extreme, like working out all the time, running or doing some sort of cardio activity. So I feel like because I'm not being super active and I'm not doing all these things that I feel like because I feel like I'm not worthy of loving my body if that makes sense like oh i'm not working hard enough should i so i shouldn't really accept this body because this body is just like me being chill and i am the complete opposite of chill i don't know how to just be i don't know who i am with just being and he made a good point yesterday where he was like 
you're only happy when you identify with something. That's what you said, right? Yeah. Like it's, and I was like, okay, your, what do you? Your identity is based off of what you're doing in that moment. Yeah, and so I was like, okay, what do you? I was like, damn, he makes a good point. I'm like, what do you? What do you mean? I'm like, because I know, like I know who I am. Like I know I'm a hard worker. I know what I bring to the table. And those are just characteristics of you as a person, but it's not who you are as your identity. I yeah. Guess. And it was just like a really good conversation because he made me realize like, okay, I am so used to working hard. And the only time that I feel like I'm, the only time that I feel worthy is when I'm like doing things to the extreme or doing other things for people. But we were talking about that, but the reason that I brought this up right now is because I was like, babe, why? <laughs> I know you're changing and I know like you're not the same person as you were three years ago, even last year, like on a mental level, but on an emotional level, I feel like you are the same. And I was like, what is wrong with me? Why am I like constantly changing i feel like i did so much work last year with therapy and i was like okay i've like i know there's still more to learn but i feel like okay this is like i've reached a really good peak this is like i'm not gonna have any more changes emotionally wise right because we're constantly changing but then i'm like now i'm going through this like i feel like every three four months there's a new emotional like change being made and what did you say about that well I think that, you know, you are a highly emotional creature compared to who I am. Yeah. I mean, I don't speak for all men, but what, what's that uh, character test that you could take where it's like gives you three letters at the end? Do you, remember what I, do you know what I'm talking about? The one that Brittany made us do? Yeah. No, I don't So whoever that. is my personality type, which I don't remember the letters, mm -hmm. like I'm very unemotional when it comes to like situations or the way that things affect me i'm very logical i try figuring out why things bother me and what i could actually do about it instead of stressing out or if i have no control i try not to even fucking think about it which is the complete opposite of what you are so you know you're a very emotional person and you have acquired skills that allow you to up to this point figure out how to resolve your issues, how to best handle situations, but you're always going to be presented with new situations that you didn't encounter before, or things in your life have been different than they were when you first got those set of tools. So you're constantly evolving emotionally. The way that things affect you are going to always be different. So your emotional response is not going to be the same mm -hmm. that it, that it is not the same response every single time. So, uh, I mean, I don't remember exactly what I said, but yeah, you're constantly evolving. The situation is always evolving. So the way you respond is always going to be different. Yeah. I mean, he made a good point in that sense because I was like, I was feeling kind of bad. And the reason I'm sharing this is because I'm sure most of you girls can relate to this. Like, you're probably more emotional than your significant other. And I was like, I know you're growing, but like, why are you not dealing with all these emotional changes like I am? And he was like, well, you're more of an emotional person. I'm more logical, which, yes, makes sense. He's like, but... Just because you're going through different emotional changes doesn't mean you're responding it the same way you used to. And I'm like, no, actually, you're you're right. He's like, so don't. It's not a bad thing that you're going through these changes. If anything, like, you're the way that you're responding to these changes are a lot different now than than you were back then. So that's already a good thing. Like, it's a good sign you're already changing in the sense of you you've acquired new skills to allow you to handle your emotions differently. Which I have. I feel like now I'm not as reactive. I try to really like 
sometimes I can still be, it's still part of me. Um, you know, in therapy, I learned I can't change completely, but I can try to handle my emotions a little bit differently. And so I've been trying to do that. And I have seen a huge amount of change from now and like compared to two, three years ago in the sense of like, okay, when I'm feeling something, I'm not, I try not to feel overwhelmed and I, or I try to realize, okay, this is a temporary feeling. Let me, let me think of why I'm feeling like this and then I'll respond. But I just, I felt like, I felt like in the sense bad yesterday because I was like, why am I dealing with all these emotional changes all the time? Like every, I feel like every three or four months, like right now, obviously it's post prep, post something. And I'm like, um, I'm dealing with new emotional things compared to before. And sometimes it can feel like, okay, is there something wrong with me? And that's why I asked Mr. I'm like, is there something wrong with me? And what, you were like, nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we want to get down to it. No, 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 no. Oh my God. But I just wanted to share that. I know that's a little bit of insight of me, but if you're going through something just, and like, you don't compare yourself to someone like Chris, who's very logical, because I feel like, You've made really good changes mentally. Yeah, I mean, the way I think about things is different than 18-year-old Chris thought yeah. about things, you know? Yeah. You learn from experience. Uh, you learn from just, like, reading from life experience. And I have a lot more now than I did then. So yeah, my whole thought process is different, and I'm more mature. So uh, the only thing I think that I do emotionally is buy cars. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but that, that's about it. Yeah. Uh, I really like to think things through and... I feel that yeah, one of the things it. that I love that you, you always say is that like, you know who you are and like that doesn't change. And I feel like with me, we realized yesterday, like it was one of those things that I, you were like, well, you kind of only know who you are when you identify with something. Mm -hmm. And it made a really good point. Like one of the things I admire about him, I feel like I know who I am. You know who you are at your core, but you develop you're you develop more when you are a part of something yeah like for example when you're a waiter when you were a waiter back at your restaurant you were you were a southern girl just because you were around southern people yeah so if you're a runner you identify as a runner if you're going hard in the gym you identify as a as a weightlifter um right now you're just kind of chilling so you can't you really don't have something that you fully click with yeah so i feel like i'm like just what am i doing with my <laughs> life <laughs> like, what am i doing something new it's something new, which is something new, but I'm like, it's a challenge. Like I told you guys, this year has been like a challenge and I'm like trying to be like, well, this is just a chill version of Jazzy and I just need to embrace this chill so version chill. of Jazzy. So chill. So <laughs> chill. Chill Jazzy is still like, <laughs> like in the 10% of stressed out people in the world. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate you. All right, let's move on to the next thing that I wanted to talk about. And I wanted to talk about this because... You've been really, I know we've had a little bit of arguments, you know, in, recently in this, not even arguments, just like little, little discussions. Okay. Because you and I don't really argue in the no. sense of like, we don't get mad at each other. But as you guys know, I was dealing with body dysmorphia. And when I deal with that, like I'm a confident woman in the sense of who I am, but in the sense of the physical world, like I do get insecure. Like I become a little bit insecure because I feel like when you don't love your body, you start feeling insecure. And so um, I wanted you, Chris, to share some tips 
No, I'm not calling you out on anything. Oh my god! I'm just, I'm just prepared. I'm not calling you out. I just wanted you to share some things that you've helped, that you do to help me feel a little bit more secure in who I am. I mean, being being vocal about the way that you feel towards your partner, I think, is like the biggest thing. Like, I love you to death. I let you know that I love you to death. That I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like on the physical, I let you know how much I fucking love your body. Yeah, yeah. Touch you. I vocally say it. Yeah. I express like how perfect you are, which I on I'm honest when I say that. Like I love I love everything about you. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, as far as confidence, I think that's like just just words of affirmation. Yeah. Because I mean everything else I do isn't really for for yeah. your confidence, I don't think. No, no, no. And I think that's a big important part. I didn't realize like how I think like we were just talking, I think it's always good to every like so often we've talked about this on podcasts, check in with your partner, right? Like check in with your partner, obviously weekly, but every few months or so check in with your partner as far as their love language goes, because I was just telling him that my love language has changed so much from last year. And I would have never thought that I am now 100% number one is words of affirmation. And number two is touch. Like I used to be like touch was at the bottom and now touch is like number two. And I think it's also been because touch has been important to him. So I've made it more of an effort to touch him. And in that sense, it's kind of made me want you to touch me. But words of affirmation are so important. I think when it comes to a relationship and if a person is feeling insecure, because that is a way for you to make your partner feel not only love, but like, okay, like, they un- they understand that I'm going through something. So one of the things that I love, I love many things about you, but when I'm going through this is that Chris is very respectful of my feelings. Like he doesn't try to make me feel bad about the way that I'm feeling. If anything, he'll be like, okay, like we do need to figure out why you're feeling this way. You can't just be like, oh, I'm follow this person or do this. Like we need to dig deep and ask yourself, okay, like, why are you feeling insecure? What is going through your mind right now? Like, and we will have like hour long conversations as to why I'm feeling this way that I'm feeling. And it does help. And he tries his best to understand me. I feel like sometimes you don't get it fully. I never will. (laughs) But you do your best. And, um, but the thing, the, the thing I wanted to share was like, if you're going through that, speak to your partner about things that you need to hear in order to feel better. Like, I don't ask him to tell me you look good every day, but he makes an effort right now, especially that I'm going through this to tell me I look good, like at least three, four times a day. I know that for (laughs) you, it's always been a natural thing. Like he's always been the type of guy who tells me, oh, you look good, whatever, especially like if I dress up or like in my gym gym clothes, but damn, not Ash look nice or whatever. Not with that accent, but uh, (laughs) now that I'm going through a little bit more body dysmorphia, he has been like, telling me more, reassuring me more that he loves my body, that I look good. Has that, does that come naturally for you? Or do you feel like you've had to make the effort for me? No, I mean, I tell you because I want to tell you, not because I think you need it. Okay. Gladly. I mean, like, thankfully, you also need it. Yeah, yeah. But I guess you just really love my body right now? Yeah, look good. Look good, feel good. (laughs) God. Okay. Um, yeah. Like I just wanted to share that. Cause I think it's having a supportive partner, especially when you're going through the things that you're going through really helps. Like he's been a great help and like reassuring me. And it does. I feel like I told him the other day, I was like, I think it was like a few weeks ago. I was like, if you didn't reassure me the way that you reassure me, I probably could not have sex with you. I probably couldn't. 
So if you're a dude and you're listening to this and you know, you're a lady is going through something like you need to help her out. Like it's not just about you. You can't be fucking selfish, selfish and be like, well, I want to have sex right now. And I don't care, care what she feels like. No, it's important to, if your significant other is going through something, ask them, make them feel more secure. So they want to have sex with you. So they want, they, they can start feeling good about themselves. And I think, well, something we've always talked about is obviously taking the steps needed. So it's not just, oh, I feel insecure and we leave it that way. It's okay. Why are you feeling this type of way so that we can potentially get you out of it? And the more we talk about it, the better I felt. And the more that he's been reassuring me, the better I felt. Like, I feel like this week, like I worked out the other day in a crop top. I haven't done that in like since prep. So I'm feeling better. So I just wanted to share that and also brag on my husband a little bit. Put the clapping hands. Yay. Is that it? Okay, yay! I just had the volume real low. Uh, but yeah, so just wanted him. If you guys have specific questions for him, let me know. I don't know what you guys want. You guys want him on the podcast, but you guys don't tell me what you want to hear. And me on my own, it's not that interesting. Nah, so he just be like, you gotta, you gotta give me something, guys. Uh, but thank you for. Is there anything else you want to share? Celery juice down like eight pounds. You are not down eight pounds. You think it's because of the celery juice? Yeah. Uh, yeah? <laughs> what else is it gonna be? I mean. Okay, it is it is mostly because of the, I am not eating because of the celery juice. Therefore, I am losing weight because I am not eating and also because I have the shits. You are not eating because of the celery juice, though. I'm not eating because if I just eat, I'm just going to shit it out. And my body's not even using oh my, it. Oh, my God. Like, it's, it's, it's the runs, guys. It's not, it's not a good situation right now. But... It's because your liver is detoxifying. Yeah, but nothing is holding. So why eat? So I feel weak, as you can tell by these bags on my eyes. Oh, my God. You have no bags. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm still doing the celery juice. It's a week strong. I think I missed one or two days last yeah, week. Yeah, it's two days. Yeah, um, because we ran out and someone didn't want to go to the store for me. We were about to get massages. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why we were like. Uh, I was like, I'm not about to go right now. Um, but I like it. It's helping me, I feel like. We'll see what the blood results say in about a month. Excuse me. I think it's helping me. I think I'm going to give it... Well, I'm going to miss like fucking three days next week, this week. So that kind of sucks. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Probably oh, Friday. Oh, man. Damn, that sucks. But it is what it is. All right. Let's get into this or that. You ready? Yes. You ready? Or you have to press... Say, say something else. Say something... <laughs> Oh my god, guys. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, um you can't put me on a blank like that. Now I'm just like, what do I say? Okay, hurry back, hurry back, hurry back. Hurry back. <laughs> he's coming, guys, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. Okay. Okay. All right. One of our one of our ca uh, cameras has a timer and it could only record 30 minutes, so we have to reset it. Okay, go. All right, this or that. Money or love? Like, if I didn't have either? Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't know. Like, so, right, what I choose right now? Yeah, money or love? I mean, love. Because I wouldn't care if we broke with you. We'll figure it out afterwards. Yeah. We've been broke. We've mm -hmm. been happy. Mm hmm I don't know if money would, would make me happy. Maybe pretty happy, not go. <laughs> By yourself? By myself? Probably yeah, but I want love. I, I like I like having you. Okay, I choose money. P 
Peace. No, I'm just kidding. I think I would choose. Uh, I think I would choose love too. I think it's a lot harder to find real love than to get money. One hundred percent. Because I feel like I've talked about this a lot with my friends. If I didn't have you right now, wow, girl, be living her single life till she dead. Like, I swear, like I probably would not ever like get married or anything again. I just feel like it's too hard nowadays. So, all right. Number two, intense pain for 10 minutes or dual pain all day? Dual pain? So, like, my life. <laughs> Why? Um, I'm always hurting. <laughs> oh my always God. something. Something always hurts. So, I guess we'll do that one. I can't. <laughs> what, what's hurting right now? Right now, my back. My back feels kind of tight. <laughs> My ankle always hurts. <laughs> Your ankle's always popping. Your ear's always fucked up. My, my ear always buzzing. Always going beep. Your so. bubble right now is chafed. <laughs> got a raw bubble, guys. Uh, so yeah, dull pain. Let's do that. Oh my God. Okay. I think I would do dull pain for one day too because I'm used to it with my endometriosis. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, fuck it. I deal with pain all day one day. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean... I don't I don't think that many things are painful, but the things I have experienced that are painful, I don't know if I could do it for 10 minutes. Yeah. That's, that's a long time. Yeah, that's a long time. All right. Number three, top or bottom? Bunks? No. Because I want top bunk. But we talking about something else. I like the bottom a little better. <laughs> you like the top bunk? Like if we were talking about bunk beds? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird being at the bottom. Why? I don't know. People could just like the guy on top could just look what you're doing or something, just like peek over his bed. <laughs> I'd rather be at the top. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I've always felt more secure at the bottom. Like, what if the top a- bunk falls and you're at the bottom? <laughs> but what if there's a fire? Your ass coming. Just jump off. <laughs> like your ass breaking your leg on the way down. The fuck? That would be you. you just <laughs> twist your ankle. Clack, clack. That would be me. No, I like the bottom. I feel like it's more of a cocoon. Like I feel a more cave. Yeah, I feel like more secure. I don't know. I feel like when you open the door, your first instinct is to look up. So like if there's a shooter coming in, he's shooting top oak. Oh, I mean, that's always why I want the closest to the door too though. Yeah. So just so I could see first if someone comes in. Yeah, I guess. Okay, but that's not why I asked. Top or bottom? Both for different reasons. Both for different reasons. Yes. Oh, I know what your reasons are now. I don't know if I want to like no. go that, that into no, detail. We're not I like go. both for different reasons. Okay. Both have benefits. Neither okay. has cons. Okay. Yeah, neither has cons. Except for when I'm on top and I get cramped. <laughs> that's, that? a, that's, a, that's not, I guess, not a, that's not a con <laughs> for you. I guess for me, it's, it would be a con. Because on the bottom, I don't get cramps. Uh, top, I, mean, I get cramps. You don't get cramps, but other things happen. No, but I get cramps like in my glute and stuff. That's what I mean. Yeah, but I'm saying other things happen when you're on the bottom. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. All right. Your love for lemonade, would you rather do lemonade or Jamaica? Jamaica. Jamaica? Yeah. Love your lemonade? Jamaica bomb. If it's the like good tasting, like if they got their shit together, the right amount of sugar, right amount of... What is it? Tartness? Yeah. Jamaica. Yeah, Jamaica's pretty good. I just didn't know because you love your lemonade every day. Chick-fil-A don't sell Jamaica. That's true. That's true. Hero or villain? Villain. I knew you were going to say that. Why? Seems more fun. Seems like... 
I feel like you have the villain Fucking personality. Fucking shit up sounds more fun. <laughs> Fucking shit up sounds more fun than fixing shit. Oh my god. And I would be hero. So I'd be fighting you. I mean, that's what this is. I fuck shit up and you fix it. <laughs> you really don't. It's actually the opposite way. I'm always calling you, hey, babe. I fuck this. <laughs> Can you help me with this? Um, yeah, I, but I, could, I knew you were going to answer, villain. I feel like you have the personality of... I'm not a bad person. You're I not. Think, I you're think not. it's just more fun to be a villain. Yeah, he's the Scorpio the guy, so his personality is very, like, ruthless. But the funny thing is, like... The one thing about Scorpios, they they are more ruthless. But if you love them, you love them. Like, and I like I obviously love him. All his friends care deeply about him, and there's like this like very much not said respect for Chris. Um, and Mia loves him like to the core. Like Mia will see Chris, and she will just dude. We Facetimed her the other day, and for those of you who don't know who Mia is, she's our goddaughter. She's Aureli's little girl, and um, she will just like. She got. She has all these little crazy teeth now, even though she's one. So she looks kind of funny with her little teeth. But she will just smile at him and choose him. And then I'll go up to her, and she's like not bothered. And I just it makes me so angry. Why does she like you like that? I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, baby. All right. This one's a good one. Give up your meat, like got uh-huh. or give up sex. It, this is literally uh, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> right now. The sex. No, 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 no. The food. <laughs> meat or sex? Yeah. Because, okay, something you guys don't know about Chris, he loves meat. Yeah. Like, meat is like his thing. He could eat meat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. He's all of my life. Uh, yeah. No, neither. <laughs> no, you had to pick one. If I had to pick, I guess... I guess meat. You would give up meat? Yeah. I mean, I could still eat like, we're, we're specifically only talking red meat here. Yeah, I was only talking yeah, red meat. Yeah, I guess. I, I like scallops. I like chicken. There's workarounds, but there's no workarounds for not having sex. Really? Yeah. Because if you told me I had to give up chocolate or sex, I'd give up sex. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. What? I, could, I mean, I still have you. That doesn't mean that I don't have you. Yeah, well, that means we ain't fucking. <laughs> That's like... 60% of our relationship. <laughs> that is like 70% of our relationship. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I don't think I can give up chocolate. Oh, man. That's in my life. <laughs> I think I have it in my veins. Chocolate flavored lube. Okay. Maybe. There's workarounds. There's workarounds. All right. Massive success by accident or modest success on purpose? By accident. Really? I was curious to see what you were going to say. Yeah, because I mean, like, success is success. It doesn't, if you get lucky, fuck it. You're still successful. You would, you don't think you would suffer from imposter syndrome? No. Why? Because you didn't earn it. How did I not earn it? It was an accident. Okay. What, is that, what does that an accident mean? Like, I invested in something and then randomly it took off? Because that's not really... That's true. That could be an that's like, like an accident. That's kind of an accident. Yeah, but you're gonna still embrace it because you were smart enough to invest. I get that. Like, I guess. I guess it depends on what kind of accident we're talking about. Yeah. But even then, I'd still choose this massive success. Yeah. I think one of the things that I I get scared is like, sometimes I feel like I deal a little bit with imposter syndrome. Like it's like, you're around all these successful people, and I feel like if you don't 
I don't know, do something like them or you didn't earn it the same way they did, then it's like, it's not good enough. Like you didn't earn it the same way. In their eyes. Yeah. My eyes, I earned it. However it may have come to me, I got it. True. Let me ask you a question. Okay, so you know how we were um, watching you and I told you the other day that I would like to be part of like the Sundry House? Mm-hmm. So it's like a... Um, it's just like an exclusive day club. It's, just, it's like a country club, really. Yeah, but like for the rich, rich, right? Mm-hmm. Our path is very different than... Obviously, I, I would assume some people in a, cl- in a club like that, right? Because mm-hmm. most of them would probably be like, I don't even know, engineers, CEOs, whatever. Our form of making money is different. Would you feel some type of way being in a club with elitists like that? Well, first of all, I don't know that I would be a part of something like that. It's not really who I am. But if I were there, I mean, with the people that I have met, I let them know what we do. Yeah. Um, it's not like I'm embarrassed by it. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. It doesn't make me feel any different. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't think anything of it. Okay. Just want to see what you say. Okay. All right. Painful truth or comforting lie? Always truth. Okay. <laughs> you you want to know? I always choose truth. There's no reason to lie. You would not lie to me. Like, like if you kiss a girl and you don't think I would ever find out like it was an accident, you would still tell me? Now, now you're going into uh, wh- how is, what, what kind of responses, how is... Painful truth or com- like, would you rather? Uh, I guess not telling you anything at all would be a, a comforting lie. Yeah. Or like, yeah, like a comforting lie. Like you wouldn't tell me like you'd be like, no, I wasn't there, even though you were there. But you assume that I wouldn't know because it, you know that you telling me that kiss would only hurt me. Jesus. This is like a specific situation. No, I literally already. just thought about the kiss right now. Oh, my God. I li- Oh my god! I literally just thought about the kiss right now. I, that was just an example. I wouldn't go to the depths of trying to cover something up entirely, but if <laughs> if it were something small, I'd probably just like try brushing it off. So yeah, I guess comforting lie. Comfort, comforting lie. All right, now I know. Now I do know. you know? Now I know. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Now I know. No, I feel like. I feel like I believe in that too. Like I feel like comforting line. Like I think, like I know where the line is, yeah. and I will let, and I will tell you the truth once that line has been crossed. Yeah. But if I think it's just gonna piss you off or like for no reason, and I don't think it's worth it, then yeah, I just keep it to myself. <laughs> I was about to share Gabby's story, but I'm not gonna do her dirty like that with Ismo. Which one? I don't think I was paying attention. Okay. I might have been too tired. Okay. All right. Um, cheat or be cheated on? <sighs> cheat. That's all I have to say. Okay. I would, I would, I would assume <laughs> cheat for me too. <laughs> cheat! I know you guys want an episode on cheating, but we haven't really dealt with cheating. So... We, I want to get someone who's like dealt with like cheating, cheating. Some sort of expert or something. Yeah, because I know I've had so many of you reach out about cheating and I don't know, I try my best comforting you girls, but like, thankfully I've never. Uh, honestly, like we don't have that kind of relationship experience to yeah. where we could give. Yeah, like actual Either one advice. of us. Yeah. Like Jasmine's my first like 
full-on serious relationship. Like, I never had yeah. anyone before her. No girlfriend that was that serious. So and He I never said, kissed anyone before me? I at least yeah, I to never touched. You know, <laughs> way to tell marriage. <laughs> okay. Damn. Took it too far. Okay. Um, we're almost done. Pretty face, okay body, or banging body, and okay face? Okay face meaning like... Six? What is an okay face okay, on the scale? Okay face meaning a four or five. Oh, no. Face. Face? Face needs to be at least a seven. Okay. And the body could be like a five and we still okay. 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 <laughs> can't, can't have a butter face. What does that mean? Everything's good but her face. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Okay. I feel like the same way. Like, I would need my dude to have an attractive face. But the body's got to be good. <laughs> but the face got to be attractive, too. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Oh, my God, guys. Uh, oh, my God. No, yeah. To be honest, I'm, 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 I think a little bit more shallow sometimes than you are. No, I think we're both nah, equally shallow. I'm not. I'm like going to fucking sugarcoat it. Like, no, yeah. I like what I like. I like what I like, too. That's why I'm like. I don't know. I talk, I talk to Chris all the time because we, I know I probably shouldn't be telling my husband this, but I'm like, dude, if I was ever single and I was at a club and the guy's face looked nice, I'd be like, take off your shirt first before I go hook up with you because I could not, like, I could not, I'm very picky about, I mean, I'm used to having what I have, so I would assume that. <laughs> Say less. <laughs> So if I were single, I couldn't do better, to be honest. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd, I'd be suffering. Oh, my God. I'd be taking home sixes. Oh, my God. I'm a, I'm a what? A 12? Like like a nine. I'm a nine? Nine and a half. What am I missing? The one, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> the half. The half. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Lose all your money or lose all your memories? The fuck? Those aren't even... Lose all my money or all my memories? Mm -hmm. Lose all my money. I feel like my life is what it is because of my memories. Yeah. Like if I lost everything right now, I still got to enjoy everything and know what everything, what all those experiences felt like. Right. No, I agree. I mean, I especially as you get older, you money's great. Don't get me wrong. You like can do so many things, but like memories, like I like to spend my money on memories. Like I think. When I first started getting money, like, yeah, I, would, I wanted the name brand bags and things. And sometimes I still do. But now I'm a little bit more on, like, I would rather, like, I'm okay with spending money on a $400, $500 dinner. Like, I like the experiences that we get to live. Like, I think the memories are so important and it makes who you are. And I, I would give up money, too, just to still have all the memories we have. So what was up? I never told them about the restaurant that we went to. The Goost. The Goost. It was amazing, sure guys. Was. So good. It was amazing. It's here in Houston. Um, it's like a nine course, nine course tasting menu. Yeah. The chef, like uh, Ari, has his menu. You get there and everything Guys, was fucking delicious. Everything was presentation was on point. Just the whole experience in his whole was was amazing. It was amazing. But I mean, Jasmine have like we've watched like almost every cooking show on Netflix. Yeah. Like we're we're pretty like informed about like food. fine dining fine and dining. food and we're we really like like it so yeah. that was a good experience for us if you don't 
if you aren't open to all kinds of food, maybe it not might be for, it might not be for you. But yeah. that was one of the best experiences I've had. That was one of the most best experiences of my life, and it's here in Houston. And I agree with Chris. If you are not into fine dining, and into being able to accept and try all foods, then this is not for you because you don't want to. First, I would never want to. Um, what's the word? Like, offend. Offend the chef and. Um, He's not going to serve you anything disgusting. Like, it's yeah. everything is amazing. So if you're a picky eater, don't even go. Like, if you're a picky eater, you're not living. Let me just say that. It pisses me off, and I'm not even a chef. Um, you are not living. Um, try food. Stop getting your head and be like, I don't like it. Try it first. But it was one of the best experiences of my life, and it was just so cool. Um, we Like Chris says, we love watching shows, and I personally love fine dining. It is, I love it. I love home-cooked meals, don't get me wrong, but fine dining, the presentation and everything, I just love it. It's, I wish I had those skills, but it's amazing, and I highly recommend for any event, anniversary, just you want to go, surprise your significant other, make reservations to degust. Um, all right, we're almost done. This is the last one. Be stuck on an island with Aureli or with Brittany. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to answer this. Well, there, there's two different answers I could give you here. And I, you know, they know who I am, so fuck it. No, no, I'm just so saying, no, just like, no, just say bye, guys. Thank you for listening. I said the episode, guys. No, if I was trying to get off the island, I'd pick Brittany. Because I feel like she's more likely to help me and fig help me figure shit out. But if I was, you know, just if I figured out that we were going to be stuck there, she's a rally. I feel like she's a, a better time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. She's a better time. Like, like we would figure out how to waste time there. Okay. Okay. That was a really good answer. I was. That I was, was like, the unoffensive. <laughs> that was the, my unoffensive answer. <laughs> yeah. Because Chris can be a fucking savage. And especially with a rally. So, so. Aurelia's Mia's mom and Eddie's her husband. And obviously we're going to be uh, godparents to Mia. So we're like compadres or whatever. And me and Eddie, we goof around like we're siblings. And he'll literally give me a hard time. Like yesterday, I was like, oh my God, I don't have enough time to make dessert. It's fine. It's fine. He literally finishes his food. He's like, ¿Y el postre? Like he gives me, and I love him to death. He gives me like a hard time, but in a good way. And Chris gives her a hard time in a good way like he's always pissing her off in a good way so we just have a really good relationship with them um and obviously i'm grateful that they picked us to be me as godparents but um i was worried i was like that's this is a question i was like i have a question for you so just if you don't know how to answer it just say you don't know because i know you're a fucking savage and i don't want to hurt their feelings but i wanted to know who you would pick all right you, you want to ask me anything no, I think, I think I'm prepared with questions. All right. Well, I appreciate you being on today. Of course. And being, um, you weren't really outspoken as much on the um, first two topics, but it's okay. I just couldn't remember what I had said. <sighs> write it down, buddy. Write it down. You going to miss me while I'm gone in Hawaii? Always. Um, More gaming time for me, but always. <laughs> Listen, you better Listen, have all we the- We gaming early. I mean, we gymming early so we could game the rest of the night. No, my God. Add me on Modern Warfare. <laughs> Dude, oh my God, you're yelling. And you're going to, listen, you're going to play a lot while I'm gone so that when I come back, you're not going to play. 
like three days. As much. As, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As much. Sometimes he'll make me mad. I'm like, you're not playing tonight. And then I'll be like, I can't play today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, boys. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you guys for listening. I know this is more of like a, just a chiller episode. I am not trying to make it serious every week, guys, but I hope you guys did enjoy last week's episode with um, binge eating and things like that. Um, I hope Sarah was able to help you. Um, and I'm just grateful she was able to come on and share her experiences. A lot of you reached out that, you know, you guys have felt the same way and that you're grateful um, that we were able to talk about such a touchy subject because not many people talk talk about it. So um, I'm grateful for her. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Make sure you guys are sharing it, commenting. Um, that's the way that we grow. And um, I'm really excited because I'm working on something big for you guys. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, I'll see you guys when I come back from Hawaii. Thank you for watching and I'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>